We are joined by Perkalora youngster, Danny De Silva. How are you, Danny? Good, thank you. Very good. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Uh, firstly, straight off the bat, um, you've just flown into Perth from Sydney after a fantastic victory over the Newcastle Jets. 1-0 away from home. Big three points. Uh, tell us how that was for the boys. Um, yeah, it was obviously a great, great thing for us boys. You know, we obviously lost to Central Coast Mariners and to get the three points away from home was a was a big relief for us. And I think we, we played well. We stuck it in to the end and we fought for our win. But, you know, these wins is what can make the season. But I think all the boys are very happy with the win and uh, we're just looking forward to the next game. Brilliant. And a lot of fans here in WA love watching you play because you're a local lad. Um, you're born and bred through the, the NTC system, National Training Centre. Can you please tell us a bit about that? Because so many young uh, players have come through that system and gone on to great A-League careers. Uh, what is the secret to the NTC? I think it's just, um, it's, it's, well, first of all, it's got great coaching staff there. When I was when I was going through it, obviously, um, Kenny Lowe was the coach and stuff like that, you know, and he always just uh, said to play with freedom and express yourself, and I think that's what every player tried to do and I think um, most of it comes down to the coaching and, and the, the setup that we've got over here in WA but you know I think um, it's credit to all the boys that do go through the system that they've all worked hard in, in the in the system to be one of the better players and you know I think it's just a good system for young boys coming through. Yeah may I ask what age you started playing football? Uh, I, I started playing football when I was very young probably like in the team, I think I was about six, six years old. I started playing in the team, but I was kicking the ball well before that. So, yeah, that's the key there, everyone listening. It start at an early age, all right. That's, yeah, so that's no. when I have my kids. I'll be starting about four or five, uh, po- hopefully three, uh, if possible. Yeah, so, <laughs> good stuff. The way to do it. Yeah, I was just discussing to Shibs about how many players over the years have had to at a young age move over to Europe and it's a really difficult move guys like Harry Kuehl you know playing at Leeds United as a teenager just how valuable is it for you to be able to play professional football but in your hometown yeah obviously it's very valuable you know obviously the, the standard in Europe and clubs like Barcelona and Man United and all that is different to the A-League but you know at a young age it's very good and I'm very fortunate to be able to play with the glory and get some experience and get some first team game time under my belt you know and then hopefully further on as I get older in my career I can I, I want to move over to Europe but at the moment it's good to get some game time and some experience to play with older older guys and men as well and just to get that experience as a footballer is really good and very fortunate for me. Yeah, and uh, you are a teenager. You're, how do you actually balance the, the school life with professional football? Because I remember being at high school, it was just difficult doing the one thing, let alone being a professional. So um, how do you go about, about that as well? Um, yeah, that's fine. I have a school that ties in with the glory, so it works out really well. They work together so that I can do my training first in the morning and then go to school after and Obviously, the school year is finished now, so I'm on holiday, so I can just mainly focus on my football now, which is really good for me. But, um, yeah, everyone works together to help me out to, so that because everyone understands that I'm still a kid and I still have to go to school and stuff. So, But everyone works together to help me to accomplish both of those things. Yeah, and um, tell us about your first experience playing for the Young Socceroos at the Under-20s World Cup. Well, we were awake at about some un- ungodly hour watching you play against Colombia, and it was a fantastic yeah. game. Uh, you scored yourself. I mean, uh, tell us about that whole experience, your first time yeah. in a national competition like that. 
yeah, well, obviously to play in our under-20 World Cup at 16 was quite something for me. You know, I was I was pretty very happy about that. To, and to start as well, you know, it was quite a bit of a surprise for me. But, you know, I just took it how it was and went out there and played my best at, as best as I could. And, um, yeah, it obviously paid off. I scored a goal. But what an experience it was. Definitely one of the highlights of my all my experiences to playing in that under-20 World Cup and scoring that goal for sure. But... The whole thing, all the boys, the team, the coaches, everything just made it a great experience. Okay, one thing about the under-20s World Cup is that uh, there's always a lot of scouts at those games, people watching you, and you know those sort of performances can really make you uh, well-known amongst other clubs. So how did you actually go about staying on track and not being distracted by the attention from the media and also other possibilities of moving to Europe and that sort of thing? Oh, look, we've got people in place that... Um, that's all that stuff out. You know, there's there's obviously there's obviously people that want to do interviews and stuff with you after the games. But we have people in within our um, staff that that sort all that stuff out, and they they do it at the appropriate time. So there wasn't really any distractions for me. I was just over there to focus on my football and to play the best that I could. But everyone, the staff especially, you know, they help they help out to maintain what what you're over there to do. Obviously, it's good to have fun enjoy yourself over there because it's a new experience but at the end of the day the main objective of the of the tournament is to try and win and that's why we went out there and did and obviously we were unfortunate but um yeah there was no real distractions for me over there while I was there I was focusing on the football and wanted to play at my best. Okay we love watching you play your football the way you go about it and uh, it really is a a unique position that you play you know the number 10 it's always a difficult uh, difficult to find top players that can play in that area who have been the influences for you and the idols that you've uh, enjoyed watching growing up um, well I've always I've always watched uh, Neymar he's probably my favorite player out of everyone you know even though he doesn't play as a number 10 he plays more of a left winger but there's things that he can do with the ball and stuff you know I try pick some stuff off him and, and stuff like that but even players like Xavi and Iniesta players like that even Messi as well you know players that play in that midfield role that can pass the ball just unbelievable passes and dribble and stuff like that you know they're the, they're the type of players that I look to for pointers and look to to improve my game so I'm guessing you're a Barcelona fan am I right yeah, that's uh, that's my dream club. Hopefully <laughs> one day I'll be there. <laughs> oh, excellent! Yes, and you'll remember us, okay? Beyond extra time, you'll yeah. remember this interview. Hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah. Daddy. Hope you have a fantastic 2014. Thank you for being our one of our first guests for the year, um, yeah. and no we look forward to speaking to you again. Have a great Sunday night, mate. Cheers! Thank you very much for this.